0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dr. Annette West Speaks Podcast. Great to have you with us on this morning. I'm excited as always to come and to share with you Today was supposed to be an interview with Patricia McKinney, but that um, has been put on hold. So I will be sharing this morning from the topic of, or rather today, from the topic of take assessment, take assessment. And what shall we take assessment of? So many things going on in our lives. I'm thinking about like, um, have you ever, um, you took a day and you had so much going on in that day, but when you, when it came to the end of the day, when you finished your job, when you got home or whatever, it seemed like you had no energy, but when you looked around, you still had a massive amount of work that still needed to be accomplished. And you just felt like, um, you couldn't really go to sleep unless you got all of these things accomplished. And sometimes we may even try to tune people out because we're getting to a place where there's too much going on around us and in our our lives. I was thinking about um, designing. I enjoy having a home that's comfortable. I enjoy having a home that is designed well, that has nice pieces to show. But if I have too much in my house, I feel like I'm kind of becoming a little bit claustrophobic. And in the world of design, they always talk about um, space. They talk about space and they talk about um, not having too much stuff in the space so that you don't take away from the, um, what's supposed to be stunningly beautiful and stand out. If you have too much, it becomes crowded and it becomes congested. And to let us know that just because we have a space or there's something going on and we don't finish it, it doesn't mean that um, it's the worst thing that, that could possibly happen. And so interior designers call... Um, Call strategically unfulfilled areas negative space. And negative space is really very important to have because it contributes to the beauty of a room, of a space, to even to our lives. And it helps us create a sense of order in what's going on. It helps with our restlessness. When we have that um, negative space, we are able to see clearly around us. If I look and I see too many things on the mantle, then my eyes have to jump around and kind of figure like what's going on here. But if I see three pieces and there's space in between them, then I can appreciate more each piece. And so in today's um, world, we are often obsessed with speed, getting things done quickly. We are obsessed with the chaotic movement around us and even what we're doing. And so we wind up employing um, negative space in our lives, but that negative space can really be a good thing. It can enable us to place priorities on the faith and the facets of our lives that really matter. Meaning everything that we need to do may not be, may not need to be done today. That's why it's so important for me to have a to-do list. And sometimes I may move something from my to-do list for a couple of weeks before I ever get to it because it's something I need to do, but it's not a priority today. And so a lot of times we have to decide what really is our priority for the day. And we need to assess everything in our lives so that we can make space in all of the right places. And when we do that, it will it will give us the control over our lives, over our lives. And when we have when we have a good to-do list, it will help us to stay out of what they call the red zone where we feel like we're becoming overly stressed and burned out and things of that nature. And so one of the things um, I want us to take assessment of is very important, is our time. All of us have 24 hours in a day. And why is it that some people can accomplish 20 things when another person can only accomplish one or two things, even if that? We have to get our focus around our time. We have so much going on in our lives. The hustle, the bustle, the rushing... The appointments, um, dropping this person off, picking this person off, helping this person, doing this or that. That time assessment is critical. We have to have some sanity in our lives. We have to make space in the way that we plan our our day. And I, it, you know the Bible, which is which should be our for those of us who are Christians, should be our gauge for our daily living. Our God, even in the Old Testament, when the Ten Commandments were written, one of those talks about the Sabbath as a day of rest in Exodus 28 through 10. And it said, remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. It says six days a week are set apart for your daily duties and your regular work. But the seventh day is a day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any kind of work. Now, some people may say, my goodness, we can't do nothing on that day. But think about this, it's really a gift for us to be able to stop and say, it's okay for me to have this day to just sit, to just relax, to engage my family. It's God's way of saying, let everyone, if other people want to work themselves into the ground, he said, I want you to have something better. I want you to get the rest that you need. I want you to work those six days if needed. If needed, work those six days. But I need you to take some time off. I've talked to people who have worked seven days a week, uh, 10 or 12 hours a day, and I've really talked to them about, you know, how they felt, what they, you know, the dynamic. You know, one person I talked to said, I made good money, but I didn't enjoy any of it. My family enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it because I was always at work. When my family were taking vacations, ma- the majority of the time, I didn't go. I couldn't go, I was I was at work. They were a workaholic. Yeah, we need to work and we need to um, accomplish the things that the, the business requires. Or if it's our business, we know we have to invest a lot of time into it. But we still have to give ourselves some rest or we won't be good for ourselves and for our families and for the business that we even have. <clears throat> So we can be even more productive when we take that time away and we just kind of step back and we say, you know what, I'm going to take this day and I'm just going to relax. In the business world, I'm a college professor and I teach a myriad of business type classes. I've worked in the business arena and HR arena so I can easily integrate all of the secular information I have into the biblical world and pull it together with some great outcomes. And so research from the business world confirms that God knew what he was doing. It really is no surprise. And often named Karen Hanna, she's a, a former vice president of Levi Strauss, and currently she's a life coach, but she said in her work that as she engaged with people, that people are at their peak performance when they take off 120 days off a year which really equates to two days off per week and then having a three week vacation. Even if they take one week three different times, you need that time away from your job. And I know some people say, Well, they can't survive without me. If you die today, they're gonna survive without you. If they if, if something happens to you and you become ill and you can't go back to work, they're gonna pull somebody else and it's gonna get done. So we need to get away from that mindset that we're the only one that can do it, and we just we just have to be there. Being a workaholic is applauded by some. And it's rewarded by some. And some would say you need to do that to pave the way to success. But if we look at what God says, God says working seven days a week is not good for you. You need the rest. Even if you just work at home, taking care of your family and things, you still need to have a time where you just step back and you just look. Let it go. One day letting it go isn't going to kill you. Even if you have OCD, (laughs) even if you feel like um, you've got to have things in place. You can still step back and say that mess is just going to have to stay there until tomorrow. You know, some things we can do to help us with our time assessment. When you're at home, just sit down and relax. Don't turn the TV on. Turn off the TV. Statistics shows that the average person spends 20 to 30 hours per week watching TV. I work from home. And I'm actually in my office the majority of the time doing work unless there's something particular I need to do in my house. But I'm not sitting down watching TV doing what I consider my work hours. And think about it. 20 to 30 hours is a long time to be watching TV if you really think about it. That's basically even if you just took seven days, that's at least three to four hours per day watching TV. A lot of people, as soon as they get home from work, the first thing they do is they turn on the TV and they sit down and they watch TV or they listen to the TV while they may be cooking or or doing something. Something else we can do to help us in our time assessment is that we can learn how to say no. We can learn how to say no to things. We don't have to go to everything. We don't have to be the go to for everything somebody needs done in their lives. Sometimes we need to step back and say, no, we don't have to be on everyone's to do list. We don't have to be on everyone's agenda. And even the phone, you know, technology, um, the Internet um, can often keep us on our devices and we have to step back from those type of things in my house i I've, I've started to turn off well it's been a while but i turn off my ringer on my cell phone at 7:45, and it doesn't come back on until 7 a.m in the morning now i do have a landline and so if there's an emergency and somebody needs to contact me they will but even people that know that i turn off my cell phone they won't normally call me on my other line on my landline because they figure, okay, that's her that's her rest time, that's her family time, that's her relaxation time. So we can create a different dynamic, because if we're not careful, you know, these, this technology will keep us um, vested in it, and that's not where we want to spend all of our time. And for those shopaholics, you don't have to shop every day you're off. Just relax at home. So if we really monitor... Our time and what we're doing, we will deliberately create negative space in our schedules, which is a good thing. Then That negative space means I can just sit here and I can just chill and I can relax. And that may give us time to nurture ourselves and also pamper ourselves and also our close relationships. Something for us to be mindful of. And another thing that we need to um, take into consideration when looking at um, assessing what's going on in our lives is our um, emotions. Our emotions are so important. I was reading a story about um, a woman who said she scheduled a lunch, a lunch meeting with, you know, a friend and she just wanted to, you know, just chill and just have some laughs over lunch. And, You know, after they greeted and sat down and said a few niceties, the lady just went on into how bad everything was going on in her life. And and the lady was saying she felt within her that she was screaming like I didn't come to lunch to hear this. I just wanted to be able to come to lunch and just laugh about some things. But she came to the reality that, you know, later when she left and she really processed it, she was like, well, She needed to talk to me, and I really should have been really able to hear what she was saying. But I was so caught up in my burnout that I didn't hear her. So she was saying that um, she had to look at that differently in that she wasn't in a good place when she accepted that lunch date. And so, therefore, her friend needed her, but she was not available to her friend because she was at a point of burnout, and she real and she realized that. So we, when you get to the point that you've been doing and helping and doing and helping, and all of a sudden you feel a bit of anger towards these people and things, then you need to step back and check yourself. Maybe you need to have some negative space between you all for a while, um, and it may not even be the people and what's going on. It just might be too much on your plate. So we definitely um, need to consider that. So our emotional um, gauge has gone down when we begin to resent people for having needs. Getting angry um, because your parents need you more. Um, Getting angry because the baby keeps crying. You know, getting angry because your spouse wants more intimacy. But we have to consistently refuel our tank or we won't have the emotional fuel that we need to care for and engage the people that we need to. So we have to figure out how can we replenish our emotional state. For me, it's exercise It's doing a lot of walking, just walking and looking around at just the beauty that God has created. Um, Sometimes in my house, like this morning, it's raining, so I won't be able to go out and walk. So I'll turn on the TV, but I will turn to the music channels and I will put on some tropical music or some Latin music, and I'll just dance for 30 minutes and get my exercise in, refresh myself. So we have to find things that we can do So that we don't crash and have to wind up at the doctor's office. You know, there are so many ways that we can fall into depression and ways that um, can lead to, to, to burnout that we have to be watchful. We have to be consistently assessing ourselves, assessing our time and assessing our emotional gauge. You know, it really is not selfish of us. To allow ourselves space. It really is normal. It really is a necessary. um, It is necessary for our emotional health. Our emotional health. Because we need also physical energy. Look, we have to be focused on our time. We have to be focused on our emotions. And we need to be focused on our energy. Our physical being. That's the oxygen that we breathe. That's the food that we take in that is supposed to fuel our bodies, working to make sure that we're eating the right things, making sure that we're drinking the water that our cells need to be replenished, making sure that we get the necessary sleep at night and that physical fitness activity that I was talking about. I know some of us have so much going on. It's like, I can't do that. But if you don't do that, your body's going to break down. So you have to make time. You have to make that space where you can invest in yourself. We, I mean, you know, I like a cup of coffee, preferably a decaf cup of coffee in the morning because I like the taste of coffee. Uh, But the thing is, I don't need coffee to make my day. If I don't have it, I'm fine. Um, I fasted for 30 days one time and I didn't have coffee at all. I was fine. Now, when I finished, I got a cup of coffee, but I realized I don't, I mean, I didn't need the cup of coffee to make my day. I didn't need that particular thing. And some people just keep drinking more and more and more coffee lattes that, that really, um, and especially with sugars and creamers are really not good for the system and your body can become seriously dehydrated from taking in too much caffeine. The blood sugar can also fall, can plummet because the body hasn't gotten any actual fuel. And so we have to be careful about, you know, taking, you know, making our snacks twinkies, making our snacks cookies, making our snacks um, chips, you know, but make our snacks, maybe celery, maybe carrots, maybe, um, cherry tomatoes, maybe a handful of grapes, maybe a handful of nuts, finding some healthier, um, options for our snacks. Because if we don't, we'll become agitated. We'll become short tempered. We'll easily be frazzled. We may, um, You know, when we do get to a meal, we're eating like we're starving. So we have to be careful about that because what happens today is usually the same routine for tomorrow and the next day. So we need to create better habits. So we don't wake up wondering the next day why it seems like it was the day before. Because we're still doing the same thing. We still have headaches. We still have trouble sleeping. We're still edgy. We're still um, gaining weight. We're still eating all the wrong things or eating one day, one time a day, and eating then like we're starving and overloading our bodies with, with, with stuff. We're not Olympic athletes. And even Olympic athletes would normally say, They are very mindful of what they eat. They are mindful of getting their rest. So they're doing a lot, but they're still focusing on taking care of themselves. We don't want to survive on caffeine. We don't want to survive on complex schedules. We want to take the time to ensure that we get the needed rest. Most people are sleep-deprived. A study showed that in the 19, in the 1850s, adults were were basically getting about nine and a half to ten hours of sleep per night. On the average, now is seven hours of sleep. Most people are getting even less than that. So think about it. God probably I won't say probably. God definitely knew what he was doing when he said we needed to have a day of rest. He also knew what he was doing when he created the night, the night, the time that we need to close our eyes. It's dark, we need to close our eyes. Another uh, study showed that um, when there was no electricity, people got their needed rest in because they went by the natural clock of the earth. When it was light, it was time to get up. It was time to do everything while it was day. And when it got dark, it was time to go to sleep. And so the invention of the um, light bulb and electricity has created um, a dynamic where people are alert and awake more and consistently moving even when their bodies are telling them they need to go to sleep. And I know (laughs) I'm guilty of that sometimes. I'm sitting up till midnight working on different projects and I know I need to go to sleep and then I still uh, stay up till one or two o'clock sometimes. And then I go to bed and I'm being, I'm up at six, I'm, I'm wide awake at six o'clock. And then I just get up out the bed and do what I need to do. And you know, you keep that routine for too long. It can definitely impact us. It can. I know it has impacted me. So we need to monitor closely our physical energy. We need to establish a and maintain a lifestyle that includes a healthy diet, adequate sleep, and exercise. Listen, if you go to work exhausted and you can't you're not fully alert, you're functioning, but you're not fully alert. You're sleep deprived. So you're not as focused as you need to be then you could say that you're stealing from your employer because you're sleep deprived. So you're not at optimal capacity to perform the work that is required of you. So we need to assess ourselves on a regular basis. We need to focus on our time management. We need to focus on our emotions Because if we're over doing things, it may make us very agitated as well. And then we need to have our energy at a good level. So we need to make sure that we get the needed, um, the rest, the needed nutrients in our bodies to dissipate some of the stress. And also some of the fat, you know, you sit all the time, you you eat certain things, just sit on your waistline. And we need to just be uh, more focused and better. At that, There's a few more things that I want to talk about in respect to take assessment, which are finances and the spirit. And I'll probably talk about those in another session because I always want to keep the sessions between 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, so uh, on that note, I just want to thank you for tuning in. I do believe that um, you received something from this uh, podcast. I hope that you will download the app. You can um Pull the app on Apple iTunes, on Google Play, and then also on Anchor. I also would like for you to leave me a um, a comment about the show. Um, share with me something that you gleaned from it. Share with me something that you'd like us to talk about. But I do want to thank you. I want you to know I appreciate you for tuning in. And as we close out, just remember, check out my webpage at Dr. Annette West Speaks. On my, on my webpage, you will find where my ministry is headed, the work we do in Kenya, women's ministry, counseling, pastoral counseling, and also um, my books, and resources. I want to thank you again for tuning in, and I hope to connect with you next week on Thursday. Thanks again. Bye-bye.